0: that I am seeing on my channel. So I want to keep it classy and remind you that Real Estate Mindset has shown you the four-step process to write great offers. We will go through those four steps. He is clearly leading by example. So I want to highlight what he is doing so everyone could understand and frankly do the same Now, for some of the real estate mindset fans, and he has lots of them, if you come to my channel and say things like, are you going to change your channel name to one foreclosure at a time? I will simply delete your comment and block you so I never see your nonsense again. Second, I can't believe that people watch content creators who stoop to low levels, such as that one rental at a time guy is addicted to drugs. He is on Adderall. This is what this guy says. He is not about facts. He is about emotion and name calling. That said, I can step above that, rise above that, and remind you, that what he is doing to buy a home for him and his family are the exact steps that everyone should do. So I'm going to stay classy, I'm gonna highlight the four steps that he has gone through and why each of you should do that. And remind you, I hope none of my One Rental at a Time fans ever go to his channel and leave hateful comments. There is enough hate in the world already. If you want to talk facts, like one of us has a foreclosure and the other doesn't, we can have that discussion. But if you want to drop accusations and say somebody is a drug addict and addicted to Adderall, that says more about you than me. And then, of course, if you want to pick on little dogs because that's the kind of classy guy you are, then by all means, you're not a dog guy, you're a cat guy, but whatever. We will still give credit where credit is due and we will highlight the four steps that he's doing that all of you, including my fans, should be doing. We will talk about that. Next, we will talk about a Las Vegas surprise. As all of you know on my channel, we get Brian Lebo, the number one agent and amazing investor and agent in Las Vegas on my channel once a month. If you've been following Brian and I's discussions for the last three or four months, you know that he and I have a dollar bet. I made a bet in October that either November, December, or January would shock the world and be up on the previous month. Now, where we are today, I am 0 for 2. November was down, December is down. I am down to my last month And I got a text from Brian yesterday. And we will share with you what that is in a moment. Next, we have to talk about Q4 GDP. What was it? Was it a surprise? What's behind the numbers? We need to talk about weekly unemployment claims. Again, we have very few numbers that come out weekly. And this is one we should all pay attention to. And then finally, we're going to talk about Tesla a little bit, but I also want to use Tesla's Earnings to help educate the audience. One of the things that you will see in Tesla's earnings is revenue recognition for full self driving. So, I want to educate you on what revenue recognition means and how it is used by companies to smooth earnings. We will talk about that. And then finally, a bunch of earnings came out. We'll talk about the good, bad, and the ugly. Let's again go top or bottom up so we close on the four steps of real estate mindset. So let's talk about earnings first. We got a bunch. Let's start with the good. Levi Strauss, beat top line, beat bottom line. We apparently are out buying jeans. Uh, Las Vegas Sands. This is actually one I brought up two or three weeks ago when I talked about China reopening and will the Chinese citizens do exactly what we did, remember? Well, Las Vegas Sands, Miss top line, miss bottom line, horrible numbers. But in the conference call, they had positive comments about the reopening of Macau. Yes, folks, in my world travels, which I've been lucky enough to do almost a million miles on airplanes, I have seen lots of countries and interacted with lots of people. And we are all roughly the same. We look a little different. We speak a little different, but we are all roughly the same. It turns out after China's been locked down for three years and now they are open, they actually want to go travel just like Americans. So again, looks like positive comments for Macau. Uh, Looks like probably air travel, hotels, all of that will be picking up uh, steam. Blackstone. Blackstone has been in the news. And as I've shared with all of you, I bought Blackstone in three tranches over the last, I don't know, month, month and a half. As their stock was coming down because of the uh, real estate REIT fiasco, uh, I bought it because it is in my dividend portfolio. And one of the things I'm trying to do is grow a $50,000 portfolio of dividend stocks. So Blackstone is one of my two, the other being JP Morgan. Anyways, Blackstone reported a miss, miss on top line, but a beat on bottom line. And to my heart's content, they raised the dividend. Again, for me, I have bought Blackstone. I plan to hold it forever because I want that dividend. And yes, I am doing dividend reinvestment, if you know what that is. MasterCard. MasterCard was probably the most telling. We will get into Tesla later. Uh, MasterCard. Beat top line. Beat bottom line. Their CEO says consumer spending has been remarkably resilient. Pretty interesting anybody else earnings oh yeah service now uh, hit earnings hit uh, revenue but missed on forecast again we are seeing some true pain in the software as a service arena I was that I was in that space for I don't know I was perpetual license for a decade and SAS for a decade so software for 20. it is going to be a rough 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 year for software companies as people reduce seats, they cranky about maintenance spend, they don't buy, they delay, they delay long sales cycles. It's going to be rough. Lamb Research is again joining the layoffs. They're going to lay off 7%. IBM is laying off 1.5%. So lots of stuff going on. Next, so let's talk about Tesla specifically. So Tesla earnings, record quarter, beat top line, beat bottom line. Margins came in a little bit. Uh, They are clearly going after volume versus maintaining margin. Again, Elon Musk told you this was coming, what, six weeks ago? That he is willing to sacrifice margin for volume. And it makes sense. He wants to initiate a price war because he has the margin, and I think I wrote it down. I think it was 16%. It doesn't look, oh, gross margin was 26.5. I think net margin was like 16. I might be wrong. It doesn't look like I wrote that down, but it was like 16.2, something like that. Anyways, they are sacrificing margin, right? $7,500 reduction or 20% drop in price, whatever it was. They are trying to push more volume because they have more capacity, right? They're gonna potentially build 2 million cars this year. So they need to deliver versus stack inventory. They also secured a $5 billion dollar Credit facility, so if they need more cash for expansion or investment, they have five billion and I believe they have they can up it to seven billion. Now let's talk about revenue recognition. What is it? Why does it happen? And can management use it to smooth earnings? So let me give you just a kind of accountant 101 of what revenue recognition is. When you are a provider of something like a car, and in that car it has a service called full self-driving, FSD. However, FSD is not, quote, publicly available. So you go buy the Tesla, you buy full self-driving, I'm gonna use rough numbers for a very easy example. You spend 50 grand. $45,000 of that's the car and 5,000 is FSD, right? 45 plus 5 equals 50. Now what Tesla must do, accounting 101, is A, they can recognize the $45,000 the moment you drive off the lot, or you drive away. The The moment you receive the car, you take ownership. The $45,000 goes to income, it's on their income statement, good to go. But where does that $5,000 go? That $5,000 actually ends up on their balance sheet as um, delayed revenue because they haven't delivered the service yet. So every time they sold FSD over the last couple of years, collected money, that money did not go on the income statement. It went on the balance sheet, right? You you with me so far? Now it's on the balance sheet and it's building over time. It's 1 million. It's 2 million. It's 3 million. It's 10 million. It's 20 million, whatever it is. Then Elon Musk and his team finally say full beta is over. We've released it to the world. You know, it's, you know, whatever it is. Now, Tesla legally and approvable and gap, and all of that can go back to their balance sheet, take that revenue that was delayed, that $5,000 per car, and they can immediately move it and recognize it on the income statement. So it appears in the latest quarter, Tesla had revenue recognition for full self-driving of about a billion dollars. So again, Tesla beat slightly on revenue. Was anybody forecasting revenue recognition for a billion dollars coming from FSD that is a one-time hit? I don't know. I wouldn't touch Tesla stock with a 10-foot pole, but I know how accountants, because I was one, can manage numbers. So again, revenue recognition, and let's be clear, it is, it is absolutely legal. It's actually required, right? When Tesla sold that first car in my example for 50 grand, they cannot recognize 50,000 because they haven't delivered part of what the customer paid for. So it's above board, it's all of that, it's accounting 101, but it does make you ask: What would the numbers have been if we didn't get that one-time bump from revenue recognition? Again, just as some accounting, hopefully that's an education. Lots of companies do this. Uh, Lots of people have delayed revenue. Um, So again, you can look at that going forward. So we got some economic data that we need to talk about. We got first cut Q4 GDP. Remember, folks, we get three cuts of this. Cut one this month, next month, the month after. This is all about Q4. Q4 GDP was estimated to be 26 It actually came in above expectations at 2.9. So Q4 was another strong quarter. But let's not forget GDP is a nominal number, not a real number. What is the difference? As we have discussed, real is adjusted for inflation. Nominal is just the number. So for example, if all we bought was gasoline for the quarter and gasoline was up 7%, but GDP was up four, we actually would consume less gas, but because of the nominal expenditure, it went up. But again, it is what it is. Q4 GDP, nominally speaking, 2.9. Unemployment. Again, we need to watch this. And right now, the Fed is not happy. Every week, every Thursday morning, we get a cut of what is going on in the jobs market. You and I have talked about layoffs. Shoot, just today we talked about IBM and LAM research. Unemployment claims for the week fell, and they fell hard. They are now sitting at, for the week, 180,000. I believe the Fed needs this to get over 300,000 to feel like they are winning. it's, it's going, it's, will it break? We shall see going forward, but we do get a weekly cut of this. This is not something we wait weeks or months for. We get this every Thursday morning and we all need to pay attention. Now, my Las Vegas surprise. Again, shout out Brian Lebo. He and I have been talking for well over a year. He's the best of the best in Vegas. Check out his YouTube channel, Lebo Group, I believe, The Lebo Group. He puts out great uh, Vegas data. Vegas, for me, as I have said repeatedly, is the market I watch because it tells me when pain is coming and it tells me when the pain might be over. I don't own and never will own something in Vegas. I watch Vegas and I talk with Brian because I believe Vegas is a leading indicator. And if I could see what's going on in Vegas, i.e. a drop of... 50 grand or whatever it is, I could possibly see what's going on in the rest of the country. So back in October, Brian Lebo and I put a dollar bet on the fact that I thought the data would surprise in November or December, which I was wrong, but I do have January left. Yesterday, January 25th, Brian Lebo at 30 p.m. sends me a text and says, I can't believe it you might win. As of right now, Las Vegas median home sales is up. I'm sorry, median home price of sold homes. This is not listing, this is not pending. These are closed sales. Is up $5,000. Wow, I bet you didn't see that coming Las Vegas, as of January 25th, all closed transactions, the median home price is up five grand. And if you follow me on Twitter, you will see the text. I actually took a screenshot and posted it on my Twitter feed showing the text, the exact text I got from Brian. So we'll see. What does this all mean? Well, as I shared with Brian, what I think is happening is... the the bigger homes, right? Where Brian actually told us, if you go back and watch his videos, the most pain was in the 750 to a million bucks. That has been stacking up now for six months. What I told him I expected at some point is those people to either remove it from the market or take a big haircut. And my suspicion is in November, December, or January, that would happen. We'll see in the data, but again, when the houses above the median take a discount, it pulls the median higher if that volume is higher. And as you know, there's no inventory for first-time home buyers, there's nothing there. So an extra 10% of high-priced home selling magically pulls the median price higher. So Brian, you and I made some, uh, made some jokes yesterday. We gotta get you that trucker hat that says loser. I thought that was a great idea. That's really funny. Hopefully, we can get that by the time we record our video. I think that would be hilarious. All right, back to real estate mindset in the four steps that I believe he has done that I think all of you should follow. And again, I share this because I want people to do better. This is what I have seen from afar and from all the comments and frankly hate I get from his channel this is number one, one, Travis has defined an area. He wants his family, rightly so, to live in a certain area of where he lives. To me, that is called a buy box, but you can call it whatever you want. So step number one that all of you should do is define a buy box or an area. And when you have a buy box, I wanna be clear, it's not only a focused area, But it's permission to not look anywhere else when you are talking about crash in a different state or a different city it doesn't matter your buy box is the only thing that matters so i believe travis's step one is something all of you should repeat and frankly i talk about it a lot the second thing i feel fairly good about saying he has done is i believe he is being a good father and I believe he is looking every day. I believe he wants to stop being a renter and he wants to have a home for him and his family. In order to do that, I believe he has been looking every day. Consistency is key. Now to me, consistency allows you to understand the market. Everybody's area or buy box is different, they act different. You may see national headlines, but if it's not occurring in your buy box, who cares? Do the work. And when you do the daily work, you build confidence. You understand. And what I call it is you learn average, right? Once you know average, you can do step three and four. Now, Travis, he might say something like, hey, I understand what a good deal is in my area or buy box. Same idea, slightly different vocabulary. That is step two. Now for step three of what Travis is doing. Travis is now going, okay, I understand my market. I want my kids here. I want my family here. I understand what it averages. Now let's write great offers. Now, if the folks on YouTube comments are correct, he is writing offers below asking price, which is what I have been telling people to do for a long, long time. Don't pay list price. Don't pay over. Write, as Patrick Bet David says, disrespectful offers. All of us should do that. Now, at least again, based on the YouTube comments, a couple of days ago, it sounded like he had one that he was going to buy. I now, again, based on YouTube comments, seems like it's not going through. That is okay. Travis is doing the right things. He is trying to get a great deal for his family and he's doing it every day. And he's writing great offers. We should all do that. You don't learn your market sitting on a couch watching crash videos. You learn your market by going out and looking and understanding average. So, he wrote a great offer. I don't know if it was in contract or he backed out or whatever. All of us should do that. Now, what does Travis do? I suspect what Travis is gonna do is he is going to write more great offers. This is what we should all want for everyone. Getting on the property ladder with a great deal is not only good for his family today, But over time, owning property is the cheat code to wealth. Go look at the stats. Look at the net worth of renters and the net worth of owners. It is not even close. I want to ask everyone to do exactly what Travis is doing. If you don't like me and you think I'm one foreclosure at a time, don't leave hate, just don't watch. If you do leave hate, I'm gonna block you because I don't need that in my life. And if the only thing you could do is call somebody a drug addict on Adderall, that says more about you than it does me. So again, the four steps, get a buy box, look every day, only write great offers, and when one gets accepted, close the deal, congratulations, there we go. So at the end of the day, folks, I hope none of you leave hateful comments anywhere there is too much hate too much diversion distraction in the world today don't be one of those people and if you can only feel good about yourself by making somebody else feel bad saying mean things and then letting your fans repeat those mean things that is not okay it says more about you than me so folks at the end of the day i hope you have an amazing day It is January 26th, remember, buy box, look daily, understand average, write great deals. There you go, Travis is showing us how it's done.